welcome to the Get Fit with Jodell podcast. I am, as usual, Jodell, and I've got a little mini episode for you. Of course, you know me, I'm a little long winded, so my minis turn into <laughs> maximums, but uh, I'm really passionate about this next topic that I wanted to just sit down and chat with you about. In fact, I think it's the number one environmental health issue affecting all of us. So it's a favorite of mine to talk about. You've heard me mention it on many podcasts, and the biggest to discuss because the symptoms are real and it's affecting all of us anxiety, weight gain, blood sugar handling, hormone issues, sleep problems. These major factors that I'm seeing when people are coming into me for nutrition consulting, I truly believe the biggest issue that what we're talking about today is electromagnetic frequency and our exposure to it with all these different Wi-Fi sources and devices around us. So I recently did a class on this at our local gym, and it got such a huge resounding effect from people that had no idea that the things that they were doing just on a daily basis with these little rectangles in their hand were affecting their health so profoundly. So in essence, it's not about what you're putting into your body. Yes, nutrition matters, but there's something bigger that matters, and it's the environment that you're putting your body into, okay? EMF, chemical homes, Wi-Fi-laden homes, cars and smartphones that are literally like little cell phone towers with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth right on them and in them, Um, in our hands, in our pockets, Bluetooth headsets, these AirPods that everybody's wearing, Alexas, smartwatches, even Wi-Fi in our baby monitors, our fridges, our toasters are telling us when our toast is done. So some of you are going to listen to this and go, yeah, 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 I've heard all this before and I'm not ready to change my EMF habits. Okay, then just listen to it with an open mind. And when you're ready, consider distancing yourself from some of these devices. But I'm going to give you some tips and some ways to mitigate some of the damage today and just some little history on EMF. Maybe you're not even aware of what EMF actually is, what Wi-Fi radiation actually does to our body. So I want to educate you on that and then let you make your own informed decision because because it's your health that we're talking about. If you could see these little laser beams that are coming out of these devices at any given moment, I think you would rethink how often you're holding it in your hand, okay? And there's published data that no one is talking about that I'm gonna fill you in on today that shows you how it could be affecting your waistline more than you think. These devices that are sitting in our back pocket, maybe that's why our hips and our thighs are getting a little bit bigger versus actually the food that we're eating, okay? So get ready to have your mind blown because it may not be the sugar, but rather the environment that you're in that's doing the sugar, doing to the sugar in your body, the things that are wreaking havoc on your system. It's actually taking those pretty good foods that we're taking in and making them not so good based on the sugar handling, based on the hormones and all of that. So I think before we dive into the why of why is it dangerous, you need to understand a little history of EMF. And I will start this off with recommending a book called The Invisible Rainbow. If you have not read that book by Arthur Furstenberg, I highly recommend while you're listening to this, go on and order that and find a copy of it for yourself because I I just really wish everybody would read this book. It's a thick book. It's going to take you a while, but you won't be able to put it down because of the history in it of our our electricity in general, but also how it correlates with things that have happened in our history, how things like the invention of the telegraph, which I'm about to talk about, correlate with health issues that developed during that time. So starting off the father of electricity, Michael Faraday, which is why you hear about like Faraday cages, this 
English scientist. He's responsible for the discovery of electromagnetic induction, electrolysis, and diamagnetism. Okay, so there's a little history on that. We've got the father of electricity. Now, then you have Thomas Edison's light bulb invented in 1879, was one of the first applications of electricity to the modern life. He initially worked with J.P. Morgan and a few privileged customers in New York City in the 1880s to light their homes, pairing his new incandescent bulbs with small generators. Then we have the late 1800s, he coined electrosensitivity because of something that also was being resounded in the medical field as high-grade neurasthenesia. After testing some of his most critical patients with a meter, realizing that the weakest current bothered them to the extremes. And so later, fast forward to Sigmund Freud, this is termed anxiety. Okay, so anxiety was actually neurasthenesia back in the 1800s. And um, if we fast forward to now, those of you who are aware of Joe Mercola, Dr. Joe Mercola, he calls cell phones the cigarettes of this century. Just like the cigarettes, they don't kill you right away when you start smoking them. And you certainly don't feel the effects of them over the years until you start coughing and have lung issues. And pretty soon you're on a little COPD issue with, with oxygen tanks and stuff, but it doesn't happen all at once. Cell phones don't kill you quickly, but rather they can harm you. And over time, they're destroying our cells. They're making the signals where our cells talk to each other, the little chemical messengers, the hormones, they're disrupting that. They have electromagnetic frequency, our cells do. And so when we're bombarded with these other signals, it cross-contaminates our signals. So our body can't say, hey, give me some of this. Hey, bring me in some testosterone. Hey, I need to receive some sugar into this cell. Okay, so it's it's really doing damage to our whole messaging system. It's almost like it's, it's infiltrating our postal system of our body, if you will. Okay, so that was just a little snippet from Joe Mercola, but let's go back to the history. What is EMF? It's electromagnetic frequency or electromagnetic fields, or you might see in the research EMR, Google that EMR on PubMed and see the dangers of it, electromagnetic radiation. Okay. And it began affecting us around 1889. That's when that neurasthenesia was promoted, but also that's when uh, 1889 was the AC current was developed. So first we had DC current, then we had outlets being developed so that people could plug in their new little light bulbs they were getting. AC current was developed. Um, around 1918, was when there was low frequency radio waves to communicate. These naval ships in Europe in World War I had to communicate. Now stay with me if you're not a history buff here, because what's interesting is 1918 was also the Spanish flu epidemic, okay? So there's a correlation with some health issues around the time that radio waves began to be transmitted all over the world. Interesting, okay? Then we have, we fast forward to 1957, okay? Radar was developed for the military. Interestingly, the Asian flu also came about during that same time. Hmm, okay? Now, fast forward a little bit more, 1968, we have military satellites are being launched, okay, for more communication. Interestingly enough, Hong Kong flu came about at that time. Now let's fast forward to our day. We have the implementation of 5G all across the globe. Okay, during that time was the current pandemic that we had. So I want you to think about that a little bit. <laughs> so 
all of this can be read about in that book, The Invisible Rainbow, so make sure and get that. But it was just profound when I read it to see the correlation of sickness along with electromagnetic frequency exposure more and more being developed. Now, a scientist by the name of Marconi in the early 1900s was the inventor of the first radio waves. And as he continued to work on microwave technology, he suffered nine heart attacks. The last one, number 10, was actually fatal at the age of 63. So it's interesting that he was working with electromagnetic radio waves and he suffered heart attacks. Remember, our heart is a conductive organ, okay? When you go get an EKG, they're measuring the electrical stimulation of the heart, okay? And when we have these little devices right in front of our chest when we're texting, it's right in line with our heart. It's right in line with our thyroid. And these are the things that are being affected to a very big degree that we need to be aware of. All right, backing up a little bit, in 1876, after patenting a number of improvements to the telegraph, Alexander Graham Bell, remember that from grade school, invented the telephone. But also in his endless health complaints were as follows, severe headaches, insomnia, sciatic pain, shortness of breath, chest pains, irregular heartbeat, abnormal sensitivity to light. And in 1915, he was diagnosed with diabetes. So I wanted to share with you that because that's a lot of what I'm hearing from people today. In fact, let me touch on the sciatic pain. I've had several clients come to me and they say, oh my gosh, I've got this sciatic down my leg and I don't know where it's come from. Well, there's some other correlations. You might just want to do a little PubMed of sciatic pain and the recent virus that has been going around. That's an interesting thing. But also you need to know that if you're carrying a cell phone in that leg that seems to be having pain, why don't you try switching it to a different area or carrying it off your body altogether or putting it on airplane mode when it is on your body? Because this is constant radiation right against that critical nerve, the sciatic nerve, okay? So I've had people that have taken it out of their pocket and no longer carry it in their you know, waistband or pocket or whatever it is, handbag on that same side, and the issue goes away. So I say all that to say, it may not be that your sciatic joint is out. You may not need to see the chiropractor. If it keeps coming and going, it's not going away, then consider eliminating that device off of your body. So that was some of the history I wanted to talk about. But if you think about the main issues that I just mentioned with Alexander Graham Bell, now, what are we seeing today? Okay. The three main um, contributing, I guess you'd call them morbidities, the things that are really ending people's life today are heart issues, diabetes, and cancer. Now, if you go back to PubMed or any sort of science database and you type in EMR, EMF, or Wi-Fi radiation or whatever you want to put in there, mobile phone-based towers, you can do those as well, you're going to see correlations with these. Is it causation? We can't say for sure, but I want to err on the side of caution and make sure that I'm not doing anything that is promoting these me to develop these comorbidities. And if that means I distance myself from these devices as much as possible, then I'm going to do that. Going back to the cigarette analogy, is there a safe cigarette? No. Okay, we agree on that. Is there a safe form or a level of that's safe of cyanide? No. Okay. Similarly, all EMF is dangerous, but yet some facts about our body and how our cell phones um, are being promoted as it's safe. You might see some stuff that says, oh, the amount that your cell phone is emitting is safe. Okay, we'll do a little research on that because if, even if you go in your iPhone settings and you read the fine print, it will tell you not to keep it within, I think it's an inch or two of your head, 
Okay, and if a device is that powerful that they have to put it in the fine print, and if Steve Jobs wouldn't even let his own children have one, then chances are we really need to caution ourselves about how much we're using these little rectangles. Here's some um, information I want you to know based on the studies, okay, and I'll put all these studies in the show notes below so you can click your little heart away to find them all out. All right, the first one is electromagnetic fields interfere with basic metabolism. Now, who among us is not working on our metabolism, right? Bio energetics. We're trying to get that pro-metabolic body that we're all looking for. But what if it's your cell phone that's preventing you? What if you've dialed in that diet of the right amount of protein and the right amount of good sugars and things like that, but yet you're still suffering? You've got the right exercise, not too much, not too little, but you're still suffering. And you get outside in sunshine, but you've got your cell phone on you when you're doing it, okay? So studies are showing that it interferes with basic metabolism. Mitochondria becomes less active, slowing the rate at which our cells can burn glucose, fats, and proteins. Fats then accumulate in our blood and are deposited on the walls of our arteries, and then cholesterol comes in to repair them and gets stuck and gets blamed because then your doctor's like, oh, your cholesterol's out of whack. The blood-brain barrier, this is another study, is broken down and toxins and chemicals and heavy metals can then pass through the brain, leading to things like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. So it's not just the mitochondria, it's not just the metabolism. Now we're talking brain health as well. Our, our susceptibility to dementia and cognitive disorders and things like that, okay? That's another study that had come out. A sudden spike in the world war, worldwide numbers in diabetes in 1997 coincides, this is really interesting, with the fact that cell phones went on sale in tons of American and worldwide markets during the Christmas season of 1996. And why do I remember this? Because my mom got a bag phone in her car in 1996. She was diagnosed with stomach cancer in 1997. Okay. And that woman loved that bag phone, let me tell you. <laughs> now, she had some other not so great habits of like not eating all day and working herself to the bone. And she was a stressed out lady. But it's just interesting that she fits that motif of you know, not only was, I could clearly look back and see that her blood sugar was off. Like she, I don't know if she was diabetic or not, but the fact remains is EMF radiation is correlated with cancer. In fact, the World Health Organization classifies it as a 2B uh, class carcinogen, okay? Meaning that they know it's cancer causing. Now, oxidative stress, that's the next thing I wanna to touch on with the um, studies that are out there. Oxidative stress, you know, that stress on our cells that really starts to age us and break us down and our bodies start depleting. It's virtually every cell of the body is affected by this EMF that's resulting in aging faster, okay? So that was another study is this oxidative stress from EMF is causing our bodies to age faster. Who wants that? Like we don't wanna get old and wrinkly before our time, right? <laughs> EMFs have damaging effect also on the reproductive systems. Oh my goodness, I can't tell you how many people are coming to me with infertility and my heart bleeds for them because I went through it too. Interestingly enough, when I did, I had a Wi-Fi router under my bed. That was where we kept our Wi-Fi router. So I look back before the knowledge that I had and I think, wow, could that have been why I lost my fertility or was it all the other things or was it a culmination of me doing all the running in the 15 classes I taught a week and also sleeping with this Wi-Fi router on my bed? Also, when I was on my laptop, it was right on my lap, you know, right against my reproductive organs. 
okay? It has damaging effects on the reproductive system, meaning that it's not just harming your organs, it's actually disrupting your hormone production that's being output. You can Google EMF and testosterone or sperm count, and the, the studies will blow your mind. There's so many correlating with radiation, this EMR radiation or EMF affecting men's fertility specifically and lowering sperm count and lowering testosterone. So that's probably the one you'll see the most actually in the research. It's classifying it as a mitochondrial basis of EMF induced reproductive toxicity in this study that I'll be posting. Wow. Okay. EMF toxicity. Carrying your cell phone reduces your testosterone. In another study, the study read long-term exposure to mobile phone radiation leads to de decrease in serum testosterone levels. And this is interesting. Exposed to 30 minutes per day, five days per week for four weeks. Now you tell me a young man that's only carrying his phone five days a week and only using it for 30 minutes a day. <laughs> Let's quadruple that because that's what we're seeing in our young people. You know, they've got it on all the time. They're always looking at it. It's always on their body. And that's really scary because what are we doing to our potentiality for the next generation? A study on magnetic fields and cancer says EMFs may generate oxidative stress, which could trigger or enhance the expression of oncogenes, okay, the genes that turn on cancer, okay, cardiac and heart muscles and cardiac arrhythmias in the 1900s, this is way before all of this technology we have now, was termed irritable heart. You can read about this also in that Invisible Rainbow book, which we are seeing now, okay? I can't tell you how many of my nurse clients or friends that are nurses are telling me the majority of what they're seeing in hospitals is arrhythmias, heart issues, congestive heart failure, heart malfunctioning things going on. So all kinds of irritable heart, if you will. And that's kind of interesting because we're dealing with these 5G devices now, which are tiny little millimeter waves that are hitting our body much more than the larger waves that were 3G and 4G, okay? Now, the term electrohypersensitivity, all right? This is something that I have and you have. You just don't know that you do. We are all sensitive to this EMF, but everybody thinks, oh, well, it doesn't affect me, so it doesn't apply. What if it does? What if it's why you're gaining weight? What if it's why you can't sleep because you've got that cell phone sleeping with the enemy right next to your head, okay? What if it's why you're anxious all the time? Were you anxious in your 20s? I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, life was pretty easy in my teens and 20s. And it wasn't until I got this technology that I felt like, wow, I feel kind of crazy sometimes or my head feels all foggy or I feel like I need to go for a run to let out some steam or whatever, or I had sleepless nights. So this electro hypersensitivity, we are all hypersensitive. We're just not aware of it. Do you have ringing in your ears? Did you know that can be related to this? So Here's some symptoms you might want to be aware of, and then maybe you can recognize, hey, maybe I am a little more sensitive than I thought I was, okay? Rapid aging syndrome, okay? So maybe you're seeing things, yeah, on your skin, but also symptoms such as clumping of the red blood cells. So maybe you've got blood work done and there's some issues with your blood going on. Heart palpitations, I hear a lot of people having that. Pain or pressure in the chest accompanied by anxiety. Maybe it's not a panic attack. Maybe your cell phone is just a little too close for comfort, okay? As well as severe reaction to the radiation um, with an increase in heart rate and altered HRV, heart rate variability. So if 
you guys have these little, you know, which is a whole other subject, but these little devices, these whoop straps and Fitbits that, that will detect your heart rate variability and it's going all over the board. It may be because of the whoop strap, okay? It may be because of this constant technology that's on your body. Another study points to the fact that EMFs may cause an underdiagnosis of those who have adrenal exhaustion as their ability to mount a response to a stressor is diminished. And this was done by, this is an older study. This was done by a cordless phone at home, not a cell phone. See, cordless phones that we all grew up with in the 90s, and some people still have them, they also emit this pretty big um, EMF frequency, okay, 900 megahertz. And what that means is it's, you know, it has to connect to its little tower sitting over in the corner too. So this was an issue maybe even early on for us, those of us that didn't have a cell phone till, you know, the 2000s or something. But what if you have a cordless phone in your home and you have a smartphone and you have a smart home where it's like all, you know, your electrical system, you can turn your lights on from your phone, you can check the ring doorbell and stuff like that. How much electromagnetic frequency are you being exposed to? It's just a really good, big question to ponder. All right, a few more studies here. Uh, occupational exposure to radio frequency EMF can result in changes in the diurnal rhythms of blood pressure and heart rate with uh, the effect of lowering their amplitude, blood pressure, vascular effects, um, disrupted calcium metabolism. Wow, pretty crazy. Okay, so that's just the maybe you're at work and you work in a cubicle with a lot of Wi-Fi and a lot of EMF around you. If your blood pressure is off, it may not be the food you're eating. It may actually be this exposure to technology. And then there's vastly more info on cancer spikes around the time and around the times of when the all new technologies were coming out in the 1900s. Um, so it wasn't just now. It's actually you can see a correlation in that book, The Invisible Rainbow. You can see a bar graph of how much cancer has come up alongside every time we had like more technology come on board. Now. Let's talk a little bit about 5G. What is 5G? Okay, the 5G is the fifth generation of technology, of uh, telecommunication. So you had 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G. All of it has gotten stronger over time, meaning that even 1G and 2G were bad enough. Now we have, on some of these towers around, we have 3G receptors, we have 4G receptors, we have 5G receptors. And now these 5Gs, What's really scary is they're tinier towers. They can put them up anywhere, okay? Because they're smaller millimeter waves, they don't go as far. They go about 750 feet, maybe 500 feet. So really they're putting them on little bitty, you know, they might be on a light post. They might be on a telephone pole. You might not even see them. They might be on your apartment building on the side or on the top. Every about 10 to 12 houses or 10 to 12, you know, blocks of houses are getting these little um, towers, okay? It's only effective over a short distance and it's poorly transmitted through solid materials. So many new antennas have been installed and full scale implementation results in antennas in urban areas, thus massively increasing mandatory exposure. Okay, that means we're all being affected. You can go on the Verizon or the AT&T like 5G map and see if 5G is actually in your city, if you are actually dealing with towers that are right outside your bedroom window. Could that be why in the past six months your sleep has deteriorated? Could that be why just in the past six months you started having some heart palpitations or been going to the doctor more for a chronic cough or you keep getting sick, you keep getting a sore throat? There's something called Wi-Fi allergies or EMF sickness, okay? That's even worse than the hypersensitivity. Your body 
body is actually getting that oxidative stress and breaking down and unable to make that mitochondrial energy to keep you going? Could it be why you have chronic fatigue? Okay, some things to ponder. So um, look up that map and find out for yourself what's been installed in your city. Now with the uh, even more um, extensive use of these wireless technologies, nobody can avoid being exposed. I mean, really, I wish I could say that there's a safe zone out there. Some people call it Green Bank. Um, is it South Carolina or North Carolina? But even there, I've heard that it's changing. So everywhere you go, like my m people are putting these deer cameras, the little game cameras out in the woods with Wi-Fi on them so that it can connect to their phone and tell them when there's a deer present for at their, you know, their tree stand for when they go hunting. So it's really, it's everywhere. Like you can't even go in the woods without being exposed to it. So we really have to learn what are we going to do to live in this modern world and not be affected by it? Or how are we going to mitigate all of this internet of things, if you will? And what do I mean by that? So more than 5G, now we have this increased number of transmitters and we've got this increased number of uh, devices that are carrying Wi-Fi internet. Like our cars have them, we know that. Our, you know, our smart homes have them, we know that. But now, like, our, like I said, our toasters, our baby monitors, the thing that really disgusts me is there's like diapers now that have chips in them that will tell you when your baby's wet please like hold your baby and you'll feel when they're wet <laughs> okay it doesn't you don't have to have a device pinging from their poor little body to your cell phone to tell you that they're wet all right so this internet of things where our vacuums are you know our toothbrushes have this wi-fi signal on our or bluetooth signal all of these together can cause a substantial increase in the total long-term emf exposure to all of us these adverse effects effects that we're feeling over time. And to top it all off, they haven't shut down, you know, 3G and 4G. Plus the fact that if you live around a neighborhood, you've got other people's Wi-Fi routers on. If you live in an apartment building, you're bombarded with all these Bluetooth and Wi-Fi signals from all the different people around you. Okay, this stuff is real and we have to learn how to deal with it now and mitigate our own body's distance to it because the law of um, the square inverse effect law, I'm not saying that right because I'm not a scientist, um, that, that shows you that distance is your friend. Like the farther you get from something that's a dangerous toxin, the more your body's able to withstand the effects of it, okay? So now before we jump into the signs and symptoms of what you can expect when you're having some issues, um, I want to preface this with if you have questions about um, your home, your car, your the thing, the devices you're putting on your body, reach out to me. I really want to help you clean up your environment. Okay. I do nutrition consulting, but I also do lifestyle consulting. Maybe you've dialed in your food, but you really want to know, well, how can I sleep without this technology? How can I, you know, cook without this technology? How can I work and keep it balanced? You know, how can I do my day to day and stay connected with my family and friends and keep it balanced? I want to help you with that. Okay. So reach out to me, get fit with Jodell at gmail.com. Now, the next thing we're going to touch on is speaking of Wi-Fi, here's some facts about being 100 yards from a Wi-Fi router, which many of us are far closer than that because if you live in a home and you have your Wi-Fi router, you know, in your living room or in your bedroom, it could be within, you know, 10 feet of you right now. 
anywhere near a smartphone as well fits into this category. So usually about, you know, 10 feet from a smartphone, sadly. Headaches, dizziness, irritability, fatigue, weakness, insomnia, chest pain, difficulty breathing, indigestion, um, changes in the calcium ion efflux from brain tissue. What does that mean? We have these voltage gated calcium channels and they allow calcium in and out of the cell. Okay, so when the calcium is getting loose on the run, that's when we have an issue with being predisposed or more susceptible to things like Alzheimer's, dementia, um, any sort of cognitive decline. We don't want those voltage-gated calcium channels to be affected. And it is when you're around any sort of Wi-Fi. Remember, the blood-brain barrier, too, is getting broke down. So please don't put these things up to your head at the bare minimum. Use a wired earbuds, use your speakerphone, set it down when you're talking on it. Don't hold it in your hand. Okay. Now you also have altered EEGs. If you're getting that done, you're going to have disturbed cardio, um, sorry, carbohydrate metabolism. See, there it is again. Is it actually the food you're eating or is it the device affecting the food you're eating? Enlarged adrenals. So if you have low back pain, that's where that may be coming from. Altered adrenal hormone levels. And then structural changes in the liver. Do you have a dull ache on your right side? Maybe it's not the food you're eating, okay? Maybe it's actually that you're carrying your cell phone on your right side or in your handbag on your right side. Your liver, your spleen, your testes, your brain, and then mem memory loss, they're all being affected. Now, here's some signs and symptoms um, in different areas of your body. So neurologically, we've talked about headaches, dizziness. Then you have nausea in the gut, difficulty concentrating, um, memory loss, irritability, depression, anxiety, insomnia, fatigue, weakness, tremors, muscle spasms, numbness, and tingling. I can't tell you how many people I have had shift away from so much exposure to their devices and their numbness and tingling goes away, okay? Altered reflexes, muscle and joint pain, leg and foot pain, flu-like symptoms. This is an interesting one because a lot of people are like, gosh, I feel like I'm always coming down with something or I'm always fighting something. Here's your sign, okay? More adverse effects include seizures, paralysis, psychosis, and stroke. There's a lot of people dealing with um, bipolar and psychotic issues right now. Could it be that we're so bombarded with this technology, not only the social media pressure and the cyberbullying and all of that, but now couple that with the fact that they just actually interfere with these chemicals in our body and alter our brain capacity to calm down. Okay. Cardiac, okay, palpitations, arrhythmias, pain or pressure in the chest, low or high blood pressure, slow or fast heartbeat, shortness of breath, heart attacks. If you lay in bed at night and you feel like your heart is racing and it's almost like you have to breathe heavy while you're sleeping, where's your phone? Okay, is it close to you? Is it far from you? Is your Wi-Fi router on? Is your home a smart home? Are you sleeping next to a smart meter that's right outside the wall of your bedroom? Think about these things. Respiratory, sinusitis, bronchitis, asthma, and pneumonia have all been linked to Wi-Fi and EMF radiation and Bluetooth, okay? Dermatological, skin rash, extreme sensitivity to touch, itching, burning, facial flushing. I had a gal that had a smartwatch on. She had a rash underneath it. And she's like, is this because I'm sweating? And it's getting like, you know, like a, like a yeast underneath it. And I said, no, I actually think it's from the EMF in the smartwatch that's causing the rash. And she took it off and it went away. Um, ophthalmologic pain or burning in the eyes. 5G is vastly affecting the eyeballs, okay? So if you're getting red eyes, sensitive eyes, gritty eyes, pressure in or behind the eyes, deteriorating vision, blurred vision, or floaters. Now we hear about everybody that's over, you know, even 50 getting cataract surgery, okay? When I was growing up, it was like only a few of the 
older people I knew were getting it. Now it's like a lot of people are having cataract surgery. And there's correlation to that with Wi-Fi, with EMF, with blue light from these devices affecting our eyes. Now you have reproductive. We talked about decreased sperm count and motility, abnormal menstruation. Yeah, it's affecting those hormones. So if you have irregular periods or really painful periods, is it really the estrogen or is it the effects of the cell phone that you're holding against your body on your endocrine system, elevating your estrogen and making you susceptible to poor periods, okay? Infertility, miscarriages, and birth defects. Please do not put your phone anywhere near that beautiful baby belly, all right? Get a EMF blanket that you can put over your belly if you have to use it. Um, Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, makes a nice uh, blanket that you can get to put over your belly. And I'll have that link in the show notes. So hematological, we've got anemia, elevated blood sugar, low platelets, low or high white cell count, elevated cholesterol, Okay, then here's some other things to just consider digestive problems, because where is that laptop? Where's that tablet? Where's that phone when you're on it? It's right in front of your gut, man. Like, what if that's the reason why your bile and your stomach acid and your digestive system is off? You are stressing the internal system and killing off your good bacteria. And then you don't have the good guys to protect you from the bad guys. Okay, is it the food or is it the cell phone? Is it the laptop? Is it the constant bombardment of that Wi-Fi router always on? How about sexual dysfunction, dryness of lips, tongue, mouth, puffy lips, swollen throat, um, and insatiable thirst. Okay, I hear that from a lot of people. They're thirsty all the time. And then frequent urination kind of goes hand in hand. But also, if that laptop's right in front of your bladder, is it overstimulating your bladder? Okay. Redistribution of heavy metals in the body, hair loss, brittle fingernails, pain in the teeth. Yeah, that cell phone you're talking on, your teeth, are they hurting on that same side? Hmm, something to think about. Uh, Deteriorating fillings, impaired sense of smell, and light sensitivity. Wow, okay, that's a lot. That's everything. Why? Because this is something that is non-native to the human body. So we have to do our due diligence to get it out of our lives to the degree that we can. I know that we communicate with these. I know that we live in a world where we have to have them or so we think. So it's something to consider how much do I need to use it? Can I commit to just using it for phone, for text, calls and text, things like that? But can I numb out in a different way? Not on Netflix, not on YouTube, not on whatever, you know? Can I do things that I wanna do on my phone in a safer way. Okay. We're going to talk about all of that because I just mentioned YouTube. I still want you to listen to my podcast, but there's a safer way to do it. And I'm going to tell you how. All right. So when it comes to EMF mitigation, meaning how to reduce your exposure to it, we have to talk about maximizing and minimizing. Okay. Those are the two solutions that I've put together for you. There's a piece on minimizing what we're going to minimize and then what we're going to maximize. Okay. So here's how it goes. Tips to mitigate and clean up your EMF environment to improve your health starts with minimizing first. Minimize number one, the nutrition piece. Lower the toxic load on your body. Since there are many EMFs, we can't change. If you live in an apartment building, you can't change the hundreds of Wi-Fi routers that are around you. However, you can take some of the toxins out of your body so that your body can deal better with the EMF, such as things like PUFAs, polyunsaturated fatty acids, your canola, your Crisco, your margarines, and stuff like that. Take out the gluten. That's one of the biggest offenders to the gut, okay? Make sure that you're getting proper protein in. Those are the 
amino acids and the building blocks of everybody. And you need polysaccharides. Virtually every cell of your body is running on polysaccharides. Poly means many, saccharides means sugar. Sugar is a necessary thing. Glucose is a necessary thing to your body. So perhaps going low carb isn't the best option right now. Our bodies are gonna need more sugar to deal with the stress that they're under. Okay, so that's the nutrition piece. Uh, obviously you wanna hydrate well too because these devices are very dehydrating. Number two, lower your chemical household lo load in your body, such as get rid of all those toxic cleaners and just clean with vinegar and baking soda, right? Get rid of the dryer sheets and just get those wool dryer balls and throw some you know, frankincense on them or some patchouli, I love patchouli, and put that in as your little fragrance or don't have a fragrance. Do you know that you have a beautiful natural smell? Yeah, you smell good. And if you will appreciate that, other people will too. Our natural tendency is that we all have our own unique smell. And that's really good. When I smell somebody's natural smell and it's not what they put on their body, I'm like, oh, I'm, I, I know that smell. That smell correlates with them. Okay. And I like that. That, I, that appeals to me. All right. Number three is distance is your friend. Remember, this is the law I was talking about, the inverse square law. Never against your head. Never against your body. Unless it's in airplane mode or in a shielded bag. S-P-E-R-O.com sparrow.com you'll have the link in the show notes with a code to save you money but they make a shielded bag that when you have to carry it even if you want it on you can put it in this bag and it protects you from emf i've tested it it works beautifully number four avoid the AirPods and used wired earbuds now i know a lot of you are like yeah but i have a phone that doesn't have a wired port well you can get a little adapter that fits right into the part where you charge your cell phone and you plug your earbud your your wired earbuds into that okay that's going to do yourself such a due diligence to get that bluetooth out from around the most vital part organ in your body your brain okay you're putting these two little pods into your head and it's filling your head with bluetooth okay you are just bombarded with the this dangerous bluetooth technology that is very strong okay and if you're having ringing in your ears if you're having headaches daily i cannot stress enough to get out and away from the airpods number five turn on airplane mode when not needed and when on or near your body unless you're using it for a call and this is what i mean by you know you can actually use certain things on your phone like download on itunes the podcast that you want to listen to and then put your phone on airplane mode when you go for a walk and listen to it without the the cellular data on without the wi-fi on without the bluetooth on and just walk with it it just becomes an ipod at that point remember the ipods or it becomes like an mp3 player at that point so much safer that way you can actually download what you need and that goes for youtube too you can go on youtube download with youtube premium if you sign up for youtube premium not only do you not have to watch ads but you also get to download your favorite episodes of like my podcast or whatever is your favorite then you can watch them or listen to them when you don't have wi-fi or bluetooth or cellular data on okay now um that kind of goes along with minimizing when you're exercising don't go for a run a paddle a lift or walk with your phone against your body unless it's in airplane mode or take some time to just be in nature apart from these devices listen to the silence listen to the birds listen to your own thoughts okay we don't need to get so caught up in the fact that we have to always be constantly entertained all right you can think for yourself you can be with those uncomfortable thoughts sometimes we need to get a little uncomfortable That's 
that's why we go work out, right? We're building better muscles. That's why you go run because you're trying to make your body more enduring. Enduring. We'll do that with your thoughts too. Be okay with not hearing a podcast, not listening to music all the time and just being. So, all right. Now we're going into number seven, which is turn off Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and hotspot settings on your phone, in your home and on your car, unless it's needed. That means you have to go into your phone, listen, and manually in your settings, turn off Bluetooth, turn off Wi-Fi, turn off your hotspot. If you just swipe up and hit those, that's not turning them off. I had this conversation with a client recently. She's like, no, they're off. And I'm like, no, they're not activated. When you turn, when you just flip up, you swipe up on your phone and just hit, hit them, that doesn't turn them off. You have to go into your settings. Otherwise they will turn back on. They are programmed to do that. Blah, just makes me crazy. Okay. Number eight is also Alexa and Google in your home. Unless it's needed, turn it off. You can easily find out what the weather is by pulling it up on your computer. <laughs> you don't have to ask Alexa what the weather is. Okay. Turn on the news and listen to it when the weather's about to come on or at what time it is. Look on your watch on your wrist. Okay. So turn off these things unless they're needed. They're listening to you. They're invading your space. They're affecting your brain. They're always on that. You constantly getting exposed to them. They're constantly pinging to the cell phone tower because they want to hear you the minute you say, Hey Google or Hey Alexa. Okay. So Bluetooth speakers, keyboards, mouses, use a corded landline. If you have a phone at home, it should be corded into the wall, not a cordless phone. If you have a laptop computer, try to ethernet cord it into the home and turn off that Wi-Fi in the home. If you can get an ethernet cable. Okay. Number nine, hydrate with mineral rich water or hydrogen water, because we have to continually get minerals into the cell. The, this constant bombardment of this technology is demineralizing us. It's robbing us of nutrients. It's uh, causing us to get dehydrated. So the more we can get minerals in, like mineral water, like mineral rich water, not just reverse osmosis, but actually mineral rich water or doing something called soleil, where you put all this Himalayan salt in a glass of water, sit it overnight, and then take teaspoons of it and put it in your water throughout the day, the next day. Okay. So you're making your own little concoction of trace mineral water. And then we have number 10, minimize your Wi-Fi router in your home or business. Like I just said, use a wired ethernet connection. So turn it off at night, get it on a Christmas tree timer. That way it goes off at 10 PM. It comes on at 6 AM when you need it. If you work from home, okay. Avoid sleeping with the phone in your bedroom and unplug any electronics in the bedroom. Okay. Uh, I, I leave my phone in a different room, plugged in charging. And then if I need it in the morning, that's where I go get it. I don't have it charging next to me. Anytime it's plugged into the wall, it's emitting frequency. So you want to not just have it off, but you want to have it if it's plugged in charging away from your body. And then finally, minimize by figuring out where you are in the world. Check out antennasearch.com and I'll have that link in the show notes and type in your address and view the results of where the nearest cell phone towers are in your city. You may be surprised if you live in a 5G city, could be one right outside your door. And you need to know that because if it's affecting you and ever since it was installed, maybe you noticed some electrical guy working on it a couple months back. And since then, now you can correlate that you haven't been sleeping well, it's affecting you. Okay. So there's ways to shield that. There's ways that you could just decide, okay, maybe I don't want to live in this neighborhood right now if I know it's affecting me that deeply. So 
Now let's jump into maximize. What are you going to do to maximize yourself during all this EMF exposure? Well, going back to the hydrate, 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 and then mineral rich water, hydrogen water. You can get little hydrogen tablets. Um, if you have a full script account with me, I can put those in for you from Quicksilver Scientific. They make a, a wonderful little tablet you drop in your water. It provides minerals and it provides hydrogen, which helps to hydrate you better than just water itself. Okay. And it's actually shown to help your body mitigate against the damaging effects of EMF. Shield your space. This is important. Shield your body, shield your laptop. Sparrow, the S-P-E-R-O, uh, they make protective gear. It's 15% off with my link in the show notes, but you can get a dress. You can actually get, ladies, you can get a dress on your body and get leggings that are completely EMF protective. You can get beanies, you can get blankets, you can get a little bag for your phone, all kinds of stuff. Also, you can go to shieldedhealing.com and have them come to your home and shield your bedroom with shielding paint, with canopies, with um making sure that you're mitigating the dirty electricity that's coming into your home. So I love Brian Hoyer at Shielded Healing, and he can come and do that, or one of his team members can come and do that for you. And it's, it's not that pricey when you consider all that they do for your health and for your bedroom, that most sacred space where you spend the majority of your time. Number three is maximize your time in nature, grounding, earthing, specifically, especially in or near water, which acts as a natural discharge of too much charge from EMF that's built up in your body. You will feel it. If you walk along the beach with your bare feet and you feel better after about five or 10 minutes, that's the reason why. If you get in a body of water, like a lake, I have a lake nearby. And even when it's cold, I get in because it calms me down. It actually, you can feel this discharge happen of these negative effects of the electromagnetic frequency leaving your body. It's very cool. So maximize your time in nature. Get out on a hike if you can't get in water. Get out in the forest if you can't get just away from your house. Even for five minutes, just find a local park you can walk around in and put your bare feet on the grass. It makes such a difference. Even when it's cold out, you know, put wool socks on and walk around outside. Bundle up, but go outside. We are made for sunlight. We're made for the outdoors. Now we're going to, number four, maximize your blood sugar handling since EMF throws it off easily by being mindful of your stress and your cortisol. So make sure that you're taking that time in nature, taking your time away from devices, have a device detachment time of your day where your body can come down from the effects of it. And then also balancing your blood sugar means every three to four hours, you're going to have some protein, you're going to have some carbohydrates, you're going to have a little bit of fat that will calm that nervous system down and keep that blood sugar stable all throughout the day. You're not going to do alcohol at the end of the day because that's going to throw your blood sugar off. You're not going to skip meals for a long stretch of day because that's going to throw your blood sugar off later in the day when maybe even when you're sleeping. So we really want to balance it out right now more than ever. We need to focus on balance for our life getting a balance between work and nature, getting a balance between indoors and sunlight, getting a balance between good food, and then also fasting through the night so your body can rest from digestion during the day. And number five, maximize your intake of certain supplements that help your body become more resilient. Yes, there are certain supplements that will actually help you. I mentioned those hydrogen tablets. Those have been very helpful in mitigating the effects of EMF. NAD supplements. So there's a company that I love called The Real NAD, and it's a sublingual tablet you put under your tongue, and you just let it dissolve over time, and that NAD soaks right into your bloodstream. You don't want to take NAD orally, like through just a capsule. It's not as bioavailable. So you want to get a patch, you want to go get an infusion of NAD at your local IV therapy, you want to do a sublingual, all of those are great at getting that 
NAD into the cells of your body to help you re resist the effects of EMF. Iodine is another one. Make sure you test your iodine. You can actually get Lugol's solution and put it right on your, maybe your inner forearm, make a little patch, check on it a couple hours later. If it's still there, then you're probably pretty good. If it dissipates over about two to four hours, then you're probably pretty deficient. You need to supplement with that. If it stays for about eight to 12, maybe even a full day hours, um, then you're probably good. You don't have to supplement. But, but iodine has been shown to help with the effects of radiation on your body. And finally, magnesium. You know, it's one of my first loves when it comes to supplements. I think everybody should be on a really good magnesium. Um, a really good source is lifeblood.co. That's in the show notes. And their magnesium is one of the purest I've found. And you can really do yourself a favor. If you're on a device a lot, if you do a lot of Zoom calls, you're online a lot, make sure you're taking magnesium throughout your day. Put some magnesium in your water. Make sure you're sipping on that with your hydrogen or with your mineral rich water and keeping that load coming in because we're burning through our magnesium, especially if we're on these devices for any length of time. All right. So like I said, it wasn't really a mini episode, but you know me, I got to get the word out. So um, I'd love to hear from you what you think about um, mitigating EMF and how it's affecting you if you think that you're being affected by something in your environment. And also, if you need more help um, designating a lifestyle approach to help and get your environment right, I want you to reach out to me, getfitwithjodel at gmail.com. I'm happy to set something up with you and help you and, out. Uh, yeah, keep, keep tuning in. I'm going to have more episodes coming at you. Bye for now. I just love how unique you are and that your needs and diet are as unique as your fingerprint. That's why not every diet in the world will work for you. We need a special one just for you. And as a nutritionist, I believe in your bio-individuality. And it's my job to act as your nutrition detective and find the root of your issues and create a more optimized you 2.0. I don't put one diet together that works for one other person. Every meal plan or protocol I put together is unique to the individual's needs. So you personally, are you looking to ease digestive distress, dial in your sleep, maybe lower environmental stress that could be causing undue anxiety? What about food struggles, maybe emotional connections to food, or maybe you're simply suffering from diet confusion and just not sure where to start to improve your health. That's where I come in. So let's set up a free 15 minute call to see if I'm right for you. All you're going to do is simply email me at getfitwithjodell, that's J-O-D-E-L-L-E, at gmail.com, and let's just chat. Let's chat about you. Let's see if we're a good match when it comes to getting you the results that you have been waiting for. And no matter where you reside, you could be in China, Brazil, Chicago, or somewhere in between, we can connect via Zoom or phone or any way you like. So reach out to me. Get fit with Jodell at gmail.com and let me be your guide as you dial in your health once and for all. Did you know that just one hour of blue light after the sun goes down can cause insulin spikes, sugar cravings, and throw off your melatonin production? It could be the reason why you're reaching for something sweet late at night. And virtually everyone I meet with tells me they wind down at night with a television or a little rectangle in their hand of some kind. 
So while I might not be able to have you get rid of that little rectangle in the evening, an easy and simple fix is blue light blocking glasses to block out that television, the smartphone, the tablets, those household LED lights, and even the fridge light if for some reason you need to be in the fridge after the sun sets. And Swanick Sleep makes my favorite brand. I watched my clients sleep transform and their late night munchies abate simply by wearing these glasses when the sun sets. You can get yours in the show notes below by visiting the Swanick website and using my code FIT410. That's F-I-T-F-O-R, the number 10, for 10% off your purchase. And just so you know, they have um, anti-blue light night lights for the kids' rooms and anti-blue light bulbs for your bedside lamp. Blue light doesn't have to destroy your health, and you don't have to change your evening habits. Just simply change your eyewear.